and time for the Rural News with Kim Moody in Ōtautahi. Kia ora Kim, and how are the farmers getting on in this spring cold snap? Kia ora mani. Well, a dumping of snow around parts of the South Island has resulted in a busy morning for many farmers who've been out checking on their stock. Heavy snow watches are in place for all of Southland and Canterbury today, with snow falling in Ashburton and a mix of rain and snow at Christchurch Airport. In central Otago, Andrew Patterson, who runs sheep and beef at Matakanui Station, woke up to a hit to the farm covered in an inch of snow. The lambing on the flat is well into it, so it's uh, untimely to have it on the flat of our place so it's not ideal the team have just been around and checked on everything as much as they can they're just looking over the fences um, really today with binoculars and just seeing if there's any real issues anything that's land last night we're, we're having a close look at but there's not a lot we can actually do at the moment just with potentially if you go in there and start picking them up and taking them to sheds that you actually do more damage than good. So the sun is out and it's forecast to clear probably about four or five hours. So hopefully we get a bit of thaw and uh, mums get a chance to lick their babies and, and warm them up. Andrew Patterson says a cold southwest wind forecast for later today will cause more issues for the lambs than the snow. Reza Abdul Jabba's farm is close to sea level near Invercargill. He says it's a relief this morning's snow blast was short lived. When we were milking, it was okay. You know, it wasn't uh, as cold as I thought it was. But then, about half an hour, 45 minutes through to milking, starting to get snowy, eh? start to snow. And for about 10, 15 minutes, and then it cleared up. And then it was okay again, and for about the last 15 minutes, it's been quite icy again. Mr Jabbar says the cows on his dairy farm are pretty hardy, but he still had to prepare for the bad weather by feeding the herd plenty of supplement feed. And it's not the best timing for fruit growers either. 45 South oversees 200 hectares of cherry orchards in Otago. Its chief executive, Tim Jones, says there's a bit of snow on the hills today, but the worst of the weather is expected tonight. We're obviously concerned about a frost event. It would be what we call a cold EMS frost rather than a radiation frost, so quite difficult to protect against using uh, wind machines, which uh, the bulk of the orchards in central Otago, particularly cherries, are now using. So, you know, people will be thinking about if they've got overhead water systems, getting those up and running for this evening. Tim Jones says they normally get a cold snap in October, and the only thing they can do is try to protect the fruit as much as possible. You know, minus five, which is a, a prediction that one forecast is talking about for tonight. It's a little bit extreme, but we're hoping that the weather remains unsettled throughout the night, which you know the weather maps suggest it might. And at that point, you know, it might not get as cold as some of the predictions out there. Minus five without overhead water would be pretty pretty challenging. I think there would be substantial damage among some crops. It will actually kill either the small fruit or damage the flower to the point that it won't be able to be pollinated. Meanwhile, further north at Molesworth Station, the country's largest farm located behind the inland Kaikoura mountain range, it's still warm. Farm manager Jim Ward says they're, wa- they're wearing shorts out on the farm, but they're preparing for the cold snap to arrive later tonight. A dairy analyst is stumped as to why dairy prices fell in the global auction overnight. The average price at the fortnightly sale fell 3.5% to $3,911 US dollars a tonne. It comes after prices rose at the previous two auctions. NZX Dairy Insights manager Stuart Davidson says the drop was unexpected. This one was a surprise actually. This one caught the whole market off guard. We were expecting a little bit more positivity than the 3.5% drop. The futures market was expecting a gain across 
muscle commodities. So a full red figure, you know, negative slide across everything is very surprising. Stuart Davidson says the NZX is trying to figure out whether this auction was a blip or signals bigger changes in buyer behaviour. The government has announced funding to help build the workforce in the aquaculture sector. The multi-million dollar industry, which currently employs about 3,000 people, wants to double the workforce by 2035 to keep in step with anticipated growth. But there's at least 500 vacancies across the industry right now. At the aquaculture conference in Nelson this morning, the government committed $210,000 to try to plug the gap in labour by addressing education and skills gaps. McLab farms green Muscles and has a manufacturing facility in Nelson. Its chief operating officer, Scott Galandas, says the funding boost is great as it's getting harder to recruit staff. It's really challenging lately. The landscape has absolutely changed over the last two years, and certainly this last year I think has probably been tougher than previous years. So we've had to really rethink what we do in terms of recruiting people. It's absolutely been one of our biggest business challenges. He says a tight labour market and fewer holiday working visa holders means the whole industry is short-staffed. Wellington residents are being asked to keep an eye out for an invasive weed that's been found in the region for the first time. Alligator weed, which can grow on land or in water, can quickly take over farmland and waterways and is costly to control. It's in a few regions around the country, but was first discovered in Wellington a couple of weeks ago. Greater Wellington Regional Council Biosecurity Officer Lawrence Davenhill says the small patch has been removed and work is underway to check it hasn't spread. It's quite a hard one to to describe um, but it's got quite waxy green leaves um, the the leaves are split up into pairs um, along the stem and um, one of the big telltale features is it's got a hollow stem um, if it's growing in water often the stem will go quite ready as well um, but there's, there's plenty of photos online you can go to weed busters and find photos or the uh, greater wellington regional council's pest and weed central has has lots of photos of the plant there um, so that's definitely the best way to to get an idea of what it looks like um, and then yeah call in any uh, any potential sightings no matter how how unlikely you think it may be it's it's worth us going to check because we really don't want it spreading anywhere that's Lawrence Davenhill and that's the rural news for today Koirate Purongo on Te Tai Whenua.